Yes, indeed, I do smell what The Rock is cooking. Hi, everyone. This is Greg Jansen, host of the Game Time with Greg podcast, and I am back after dealing with some personal issues. I will not disclose what those are at this time because things have been pretty busy for me. I'm back. I normally, on this podcast, have a sheet of paper with bullet points of things I want to discuss, but today I am just going to go off the wall and I'm going to do it without a script without a notepad without any of that stuff I'm just going to cover what I cover whatever's covered is covered for this podcast so baseball's back we've had some interesting fireworks along the way already as you heard in the first podcast I'm a diehard Cardinals fan as of this podcast recording right now, the Cardinals have 13 positives. At this point, I don't know what's going on with this team. I don't know what's going on with this season. I've watched baseball. I follow as much as I follow it. And what I've followed so far is... I don't know where these players got it. I mean, John Heyman claims that some players went to a casino and got it. But I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know for sure. John Heyman, I love MLB Network, but I don't really trust John Heyman compared to other insiders that are out there. There are certain insiders I trust. I'm not saying I don't trust him, but there's other insiders I trust more than John Heyman. Same with Bob Nightingale. Name drop there. But I think this season, you can the one thing, a few things that you can judge, you can judge how good certain teams are, and you can judge who the good players or great players are, and all that certain stuff. But I don't think you can certainly judge who the teams are that are going to be legit going forward for the future based on a sixty-game season, or how many games the Cardinals and Marlins are going to play because they're going to have to make up all these games because of the pandemic. I don't know how you're going to be able to judge any of these teams. I really don't. But I can tell you that the Twins have a lot of firepower. I can tell you that the Aaron Judge is a good hitter. I can tell you a home run hitter. I can tell you that Tyler Glass now looks good in his return for the Rays. I can tell you Mike Trout's still Mike Trout. I can tell you Albert Pujols is, as of this podcast, is two homers away from tying Willie Mays. And he's climbing, Albert Pujols is climbing up the career. RBI total, but I can't tell you what's legitimate for players this year, for teams this year. Like when you do a projections for twenty twenty one, I don't know which teams you're going to be able to say are good and which ones are bad. I mean, I know certain teams are good right now, but I don't know if that will be the case going forward for the future. 
Like the Cardinals have only played five games. I don't think they're a projected fourth te place team going forward. When, whenever they play again, or, or when they play again, whenever they play again, I don't know what they'll be. Just saying. I'm glad baseball's back. I was happy to have it back, but it's just so far compared to what hockey and f basketball have done. I've watched some hockey. I watched the I've watched the Penguins mainly. Saw the Blues lose in heartbreaking fashion, and. I like that they're that, that covering the seats with tarps and stuff like that. That's a good job by hockey there. I've liked what I've seen so far for play. I've enjoyed what I've seen for hockey, even if my team's lost the first game of this recording. But it's been... But, so, but I've seen some good stuff so far. I like what I've seen out of basketball. I like the little... That you could that you can still hear your voices for the teams like Mark like for the Mavericks you're Mark Falwell Derek Harper, I wish my Mavs would win some of those games but that's not important right now with all that's going on but it's glad to have those teams back but the NBA and the NHL are doing a great job with their keeping their players safe with the positive tests there's been minimal that's really really good I think this has gone as well as it could for both of them, and both have a lot to be proud of for the NHL and the NBA. They've, we talked about it in the first podcast about them about their projected plans, and both have done them perfectly so far. There's still time to screw up, obviously. I hope they don't screw it up, but both have done their job so far. Baseball, it's been a struggle so far. Simple as that. I mean... I don't think Rob Manfred should be throwing players or teams under the bus with this. Rob Manfred needed to do better with his testing. Testing. The players wanted more than 60 games, but that's what Rob Manfred wanted. I really think baseball's in a rough way right now. I wish... I said this before. The baseball should have started on the 4th of July. The 4th of July was on a Saturday. It would have been perfect. Have the hot dog eating contest at a... Have the hot dog eating contest at 11. I know I repeated that. For whatever time. And then go straight to baseball after the hot dog eating contest. And then you would have had the games. And then you have the certain testing the way it should be done. Have it that way. And you're the only thing going on for about a month. Before the NHL and the NBA started it up. Instead, baseball, unfortunately, it seems like it's falling further behind. With these players testing positive. And I wish them all, the Cardinal players, all the Marlins players, whoever's impacted by this virus to get well soon. Because it's a serious thing. We all know someone or some someone infected by this. Or knows someone that knows someone that's impacted by this. So. We'll see what's going on. But just thought I'd briefly cover that. I don't know how long I'd cover it. But anyways, the 
my the one thing I really want to talk about with baseball. More Rob Manfred screwing it up. I went on a Twitter rant about this. At GAJ13, if you want to follow me on Twitter. Craig Jansen13 on Instagram, if you want to follow me there. The Dodgers and Astros. We discussed that there's bad blood there because of the World Series in 2017. And let me be very clear. I said this on Twitter, and I'm going to be clear here. I do not endorse throwing by the head. I never have. I never will. But Rob Manfred really screwed it up on the suspension of Joe Kelly. Giving him eight games, which is the equivalent of about 22 games in a regular 162-game season. Joe Kelly, if you don't know, is a relief pitcher for the Dodgers. He played for the Red Sox before that, and he was before that he was on the St. Louis Cardinals. Joe Kelly, to me, is one of my favorite players ever for pitchers. Ever. And that's because Joe Kelly has a personality. And that personality just lightens up your day. Like you would hear him pre- and post-game shows. He was a lively guy. I mean, I remember watching an interview one time. I don't remember who it was with the Cardinals. I think it was with when Lance Lynn was at the Cardinals at the time. But Joe Kelly in the background during the pregame interview was doing the worm and then doing push-ups and then doing the worm again. And then other times he was wearing a camel outfit. I mean, he's just a hoot. He's an entertaining character. But anyways, Joe Kelly was a bit wild against the Astros and got that eight-game suspension. Now, we all know about the Astros cheating and everything like that, but Rob Manfred is protecting the Astros so much, it's ridiculous. He gave them immunity for cheating the game. And I hear certain people go, Oh, Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly was on that Red Sox team that cheated and win. Joe Kelly did not see signs. Joe Kelly was not, part, was not hitting with the Red Sox when that happened. And people go, oh, the Dodgers sent Joe Kelly out there to do the throwing behind Bregman and Correa and all those guys. Joe Kelly was involved in that 2017 playoff series, too. He was on that Red Sox team in 2017. He was impacted just as much as the Dodgers were. It could have been, for the second straight year, it could have been Dodgers-Red Sox in the World Series. Why are people forgetting that? I, I mean, back to John Heyman. I see him tweeting that. I see Chris Russo talking about it. You guys need to remember that he was involved in this. He was involved by by being an opponent in the division series against those Astros. It's that simple. It's not hard to figure out why he has something behind it. Every player that faces Astros or some other players that weren't even in the major leagues were impacted by this in some way. Because certain players had to retire because of their career being ruined by the Houston Astros. And people are saying to let this go. Certain players could have made a lot more money if it weren't for the Astros cheating. Certain t players could have made more money. Certain teams. We could have had a totally different World Series the last few runs with the Astros. We could have might not even had... We could have had a Nationals-Yankees World Series instead. With what we opened with on opening day. But we could have had a Nationals-Yankees World Series instead when Altuve hit that game-winning home run last year off Chapman. 
DJ Lemahue's home run could have been the game winner instead of Mr. Buzzer Jose Altuve. I told you, I'm fired up about this. I'm fired up about a lot of stuff going on in baseball right now. I'm fired up about a lot of sports going on. I don't think any commissioner in any sport's that good, to be honest with you. I really don't. Hockey, it's had several lockouts with Gary Bettman in charge. Roger Goodell, we all know about Roger Goodell. Rob Manfred, we've gone over that the last few minutes. Adam Silver, I don't think is the choir boy everyone else makes him out to be. That article on China is pretty damning about him, if you ask me. Said we have to reevaluate our, our relationship with China. How do you not know some of the stuff that's going on with your partner in the business? Shouldn't you have access each day and have an email or something like or an assistant send you a note letting you know how your businesses are going? I would think, but I don't know. I told certain people that were waiting for this podcast, when I came back, I'd come back fired up, and I'm fired up about it. It's just ridiculous. Okay? It's just ridiculous. I mean... So, it's just... It's just crazy to me. I... Don't understand... How Manfred's working this, throwing people under the bus like this. It's just something that you see and there's not a lot of good that's coming out of it. Like I said before with baseball, this year you'll have to take the good with the bad. And my team's in the forefront of this pandemic with what they're dealing with. And um, right now, in my opinion, you can't judge how good teams are going to be for the first going into next season based on this 60-game season. You just can't. I mean, do certain teams have more star players than the others, like the Dodgers and the Yankees? Absolutely. Those are the two teams everyone has projected to go to the World Series. But you can't go, go and tell me that you're basing your standings projections next year if there's a next year for baseball season you're going to base it on 60 games on what happened during this pandemic season okay you can say you know who the star players are like mike trout aaron judge mookie betts cody bellinger just to name a few max scherzer you can say who you know who the lead athletes are but you're not going to be able to say say that because they did that well in the 60-game season, that they're going to be that good of a team when there's 162 when it happens again. That's all I'm going to get after baseball. And back to the if you smell, as you heard the intro of the show, if you smell what the Rock is cooking. Oh, I do smell what the Rock is cooking. Those that know me, that know me best, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. I mean, I'm a wrestling fan. My... I am a huge fan of The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. I follow Dwayne forever, back to when he was Rocky Maivia, when he first debuted. I was a huge fan. I still am. I know everyone's a huge fan now, and The Rock is everywhere, but I've been a fan. I can't tell you how long I've been a huge fan, but I know it's been more than two decades. And his group, 
is buying the XFL for $15 million with Redbird Capital as a partner. And I think that is going to be a great move. Why do I think it's a great move? The, this is like real-life Spencer Strassmore, The Rock's character on Ballers, which I have all the seasons of. I collect The Rock stuff, folks. I'm not going to even say that I don't because I do. I've got a lot of his movies. I've got a lot of his documentaries. i got some of his action figures. I even nine year, eight years ago, July 23, 2012, St. Louis, Missouri, one of my favorite vacations ever. It was my dad and I. We saw, Monday night, we saw the 1,000th episode of Monday Night Raw, which is the premiere show of WWE. And um, the first, one of the people there, my dad made a collage of all the people that were at that show for me. I'm staring at it right now. And the top corner is the one of The Rock with the wrestlers CM Punk at the time and Daniel Bryan. Still quote that word for word, that promo The Rock did that night. One of my favorite memories ever was going on that trip. It was in St. Louis because then, of course, you know, after that, the next two nights I went to St. Louis to see some Cardinals games and they faced the Dodgers. And that was one of my favorite trips ever because I got to see my favorite wrestlers of all time and I got to see two historic franchises have a good division, have a good series with each other. And that was a fun trip. Now, back to the story about The Rock buying the XFL. I think I don't think The Rock will make significant changes, but I think there will be some changes, and I think some TV deals, I think he'll get some different TV deals with it. Not saying ESPN and Fox won't have it anymore, but I could see NBC having, or an NBC, SN possibly having the XFL. Because The Rock has the Titan games on NBC on Monday nights right now, which is the key demo rating right now. If you're into that type of thing, I'm not into demo ratings at all, but it's the one of the top shows for his audience on Monday nights during the summer right now, and he has a show called Little Rock reportedly, I think, coming to NBC soon, so I could see him partnering with NBC channels to air XFL games. I There's a lot that he could do with this. This is going to be a fun thing to follow because The Rock knows football, okay, people. The Rock was a defensive lineman at the University of Miami. And one year he had a bad injury. He was replaced in the starting lineup by one future Hall of Famer named Warren Sapp. And that is really, really important that you have someone with a background that knows what they're doing. And I think The Rock will know what he's doing. The Rock will have the right people in charge. And whatever The Rock touch usually turns to gold. The Titan Games was one of them. Working with Ballers with Peter Berg was one of them. The Hero for the one season it was on was one of them. His movie franchise that he's seven bucks is a very successful business. And he's done a very good job with that. It's only going to continue to keep going, doing well with this. Also, he has his tequila line, and that will be successful. There's a lot of success with that man 
coming from $7 out of his pocket after he got quit for, not cut from the Canadian Football League. Everything you're reading. He's just an easy guy to root for in life and in following what he does for business. I've admired him from afar, like I said, for years and years and years. I can't wait to follow him on this pursuit because this is something that will be very fun to follow because you're going to see, we're going to see innovation with him too. And that's important because innovation is the name of the game when you're doing things. And that is something to follow. So, look, I don't want to seem like I was rambling today, but like I said, I have a script of what I want to talk about, bullet points, and I have bullet points of what I want to talk about, and then I, and then I cover it from there what I want to talk about. This was without a script. This was just me going off today. I don't mean to sound crabby, <laughs> but just things are just a little crazy right now. And I'm fired up about what's going on in baseball right now. I wish all the people impacted by this virus health. I wish Doug Peterson, who's dealing with it, the cud, George of the Philadelphia Eagles to get well. Eric Flowers, Jerome Baker, the Dolphins. Matthew Stafford of the Lions. Whoever's battling it, you're in my thoughts and prayers. Because I hope you get the health back, your health back. Just be ha- happy sports back. But it's just weird right now. Everything that we're doing in life right now is weird. Like, I watched the um, St. Jude's tournament yesterday. That was a great golf tournament, by the way. Justin Thomas winning it. That was a great tournament. Watched that in baseball yesterday. Justin Thomas is a really good golfer. And you got the PGA Championship, I think, coming up here soon. So that'll be fun to monitor. So... I'm going to thank you for listening to the Game Time with Greg podcast. And I will talk to you soon. And I am out.